I want to tell you a little secret. It's about a wine delivery app for Londoners called Drop. They deliver wine and beer and crisps and all that caper to busy people. It's great. It's particularly great for parents who can't go out of the house because the baby's sleeping, but still want to get some sweet suave down the hatch before bedtime. And some crisps. And some charcuterie. Go to dropwine.co.uk, enter the promo code Kitchen on Fire to receive £10 off your first order. Bye. It's kind of snowing and raining. It's called sleep, James. (laughs) (laughs) He was holding a hand. A hand of cards. Oh, right. All right. Yeah, yours is better. Yeah, it's rare that mine is better. I can say only one word I can do of Mark Maron impersonation. <laughs> okay, so I've posted a uh, picture right. on Twitter just this morning of you and uh, one of our managers at Pigeon doing um, some training. You were showing her an exercise you did with your personal trainer this morning. I did, yeah. Someone has commented that hat, referring to your hat, which yeah. you bought yesterday, I so did, you're yeah. proud of, is definitely a verbal, if not a written warning. What the fuck? Yeah. What do you say to that, Sam? Well, the boy done food. The boy's going to get done. By With... food lover, Sam Early. <laughs> Foodie. By done, I mean beaten. Roundly about the head with my hat. Uh, what's wrong with my hat? It's got a nice... I like the bend in it, which probably is what he's referring to. That it's, the bend? Yeah, it's like the, the peak of it sort of falls over as if I were a gnome. Yeah, it's quite Harry Stylesy that look. Rosie yeah. tells me off if I wear my hat like that. Does she? Mm, it is quite... What, is it It's too youthful for me? No, it's just a bit like edgy boy band sort of. Is it? There's a certain kind of person who wears... And that kind of person is yeah. Harold Styles, um, who I thought was very good in Dunkirk. Uh, yeah, he was. I mean, you know, that bar was set low. And he, yeah, I mean, not a lot to do in that no. film, really. Just shout Stand it. around, look into the wind. Look wet, look yeah, cold. That's what that film was all about. It's wet and cold today. That isn't weird it? sort of famous five bit where they find a boat on the beach mm. and they go in. Rubber shot to shit. Yeah. Not into that. Never see the enemy. Very interesting film. Hmm. How intelligent of Christopher Nolan to use that vast budget to make a film about a bunch of people stood on a beach looking at the wind. That is what happened at Dunkirk. <laughs> you dick. Um, Dick, whoa, why? There's been some aggression this morning, hasn't there? There was, no, you, no, there, was you, there was you to Jamie, there was me about private hire, and then... Me to Jamie then, wasn't aggression, it was like, I'm trying to talk to you and you're A, wearing sunglasses indoors, B, looking at your phone. Yeah. And I'm talking no, to you. No, it came out more aggressive than yeah. you meant it, though, didn't it? That's what no, I, mean. I meant it like, oh, okay. hello, Yeah. I'm talking to you. Um, you got very aggressive well, with me when I... <laughs> Just asked a simple question about private hire at Pigeon, yeah, and you were like, "I came came out swinging yeah. about private hire." Yeah, that was weird. I don't know why. Uh, and then I, and then and then then, Chris Nolan then, then. Chris uh, was on Desert Island Discs. Was he? Yeah, I listened to it. I assume it's not something you listen to on the reg, but no. um, nice, measured, wise gent comes in under budget on all his films. Does he? It's quite time. easy to do when the budget's <laughs> fucking five hundred million yeah, quid. Interstellar looked cheap. Um, 
No, it's, you'd enjoy listening to him. I think, I think, I might be wrong, but I think there was only one track he chose that wasn't a soundtrack. Really? Mm-hmm. Which was? Paranoid Android. Really? Because that was going to be uh, the close. what would you call it, the closing... End credits? Sequence, the end credits of um, uh, Memento. Right. But they couldn't get the rights. Really? But Radiohead would probably happily hand them over now. to him. Now. Mm. Um, but, you know, it's for a mad guy who can't remember stuff, so he writes it all backwards on a mirror. Yeah. A bit conceptual for them. <laughs> um, I, Is that what happens? I've never quite, seen it. Have you not seen Memento? You should. It's really good. It's a very good film. Um, But Christopher Nolan... Yeah, I I get a bit funny about that. And there was... Who was it? Oh, another film person. Duncan Jones was on Mark Maron Mm -hmm. the other day. Really interesting conversation. And um, Maron prefaced it by saying that he wondered if he'd asked about David Bowie too much. And he wondered if he defended him. So he did sort of push a little bit. There was only one point where Duncan Jones came back at him um, slightly. But he was like, no, this is fine. And, and, you know, it's difficult because as much as you're Duncan Jones, he made a couple of good films, your dad's David Bowie. Mm. But then that must be a struggle for him to have to deal with. But anyway, he was asking about music and he was like, I'm not interested in music at all. And it's like, whoa, your dad was David Bowie. And he's like, well, maybe it was because of that, but I'm just, I don't care. You know, within films, fine, but, you know, I don't listen to music, I listen to classic, the news. Classic rebellion, isn't it? Yeah, but, like, I was thinking it was weird, like, you don't even have to be sort of super interested in music, but sort of ha- not really have any feelings on the topic, I find, I found it a bit weird. It's, that's unusual, isn't it? I know a few people like that who would have, who I would categorise as having zero opinions about music. Really? Mm. Do you think that's weird? A little bit. I find it, it's, it's unusual, isn't it? I categorise it as the same. Uh, this, it, it, I suppose it's not the same, but it's because I don't think they take pride necessarily in not being interested in music. Whereas, you know, there's that sort of person who goes, I don't watch telly. <laughs> yeah. like there's something lowbrow about watching um, television. But I guess it's on the same spectrum of like. Yeah, it just, it, it just, it just feels unusual. Yeah. Anyway, in a way that somebody who doesn't watch TV doesn't necessarily. I I could categorise one friend probably as not being interested in music and not uh, watching television. I don't think, and not having an interest in film. And this same friend commented to us, "Do you think you could ever do a podcast in which you don't talk about films?" Uh, So we should start with an apology to him, but a not very heartfelt one. Yeah. I didn't understand that. So just because he enjoys the podcast, but he doesn't enjoy. I've never noticed that we talk. Film I suppose show. we do talk about films quite a bit. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, as, I suppose if you don't watch any films, you've never seen any films particularly. Yeah, I mean, but you've seen a, few, a, a small amount of films. I've seen a lot of films. Sam. Mm. The oeuvre of Jim Carrey <laughs> yeah. is. Uh, what was that Jim Carrey film we were going to watch? Cable Guy. Cable Guy. Yeah. Um, because. Uh, Paul Tom Sanderson. Paul Tom Sanderson, Sanderson yeah. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Let's move on from films because this is a film. And other podcast. podcasts. That's all we do is just talk about other people's podcasts. Um, Grace Dent was having a conversation with somebody on Twitter a minute ago about podcasts. Right. Kind of feel like they were caning us. I was gonna I was gonna put a reply saying uh, we're doing our best. They weren't talking about us. Somebody said, Can somebody recommend a podcast where two people who sound exactly the same talk uninteresting bollocks or something but it wasn't that 
Um, Talk uninteresting bollocks. Was it meant to be an ironic thing? Yeah, yeah, it was. Saying all podcasts sound like that. Uh, Looking for new podcasts, ideally featuring two identical sounding presenters who fail to get to a point over the course of at least an hour. Any recommendations? Yeah, us. (laughs) Yeah. That is us. Yeah. Yeah, he was obviously joking. Yeah, yeah. It was... Grace did, then said, do you have any with 17 minutes of catch-up chat before a slow amble into reading out an advert for a mattress they've clearly never seen? Well, we have no mattress adverts, Miss Dent, sister of Harvey Dent. What have you been doing, Sam? Samuel? you got a tooth issue, a malady. A lot of tooth issues. That was on the podcast last week. I had tooth problems. Really? Yeah. I haven't listened to That's it. That's when it began. Um, okay, well, let's Yeah, because it was after thing, because I was drinking uh, whiskey, wasn't I? At Pigeon. Um, yeah, went to... Had to have an emergency one put in on Friday. An emergency tooth? Emergency filling, because right. I was in so much pain. And I said to the guy afterwards, was a, and, the, and the, his assistant... Um, sorry, I don't know what the official name is. What, is dental assistant? Dent- dental... I don't know. Uh, Hygienist? No, it's different. No, different yeah. uh, and I said, and I said, I was so grateful to them. You think, God, you know, Friday night and you've got to do a bunch of emergency dentistry. How much fun is that? But I said, look, I'm not a big fan of dentists. Get a bit nervous these days. And like, can I ask where you dentist? Because I couldn't, I didn't know the word. So I said, where do you dentist? Because I'd, I'd love to come see you. And the guy was just like, I just do this. And I thought, wow. What well, just? So it was a call out. No, 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 it was at the hospital. Right. The emergency dental place. Right. And he's an emergency dental surgeon. Emergency dentist. So that's all he does. So he only dentists there. So I couldn't go and see him for an emergency checkup. Harvey Dentist. Uh, Yeah. Uh, But yeah, amazing. But then then it turned out that guy wasn't the genius, lovely dude I thought he was because he'd put the emergency filling over some cotton wool. So it was all falling out, which is why it hurt again on Monday when I went to see another dentist in London. To get the natural well, you just put filling. it over the cotton wool. Yeah, so, by accident, presumably. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So the dentist I saw on Monday was like pulling it out, going, "Yeah, look, it's cotton wool." So that's just pulling out from the cavity. How much was uh, in there? It's like uh, a sort of yeah, magic yeah, trick. I'm, I'm doing this like he's pulling out a tapeworm <laughs> out of my tooth. Yeah, or just like the handkerchiefs out of his sleeve. Yeah, yeah. Please. It was a bit like that, but grosser. Um, mm. So that was yeah. always a good trick, though, wasn't so it? Then I thought, oh, I'd just get a permanent filling put in. But no, James, I've got to go and see an oral surgeon because I have that pulled out and the wisdom tooth Nightmare. that lies behind. So fun tooth chat. Woe is you. Do you have any toothy chat? No. Did you have a childhood dentist that yeah. you and your siblings all went to? Mm-hmm. What was their name? We had two. There was Mr McFarlane, who then we stopped seeing. I don't know if he was a creep or a perv, but mum really? whisked us away from him. But dad kept seeing him. Oh. Interesting. Okay. And then we have Mr. Bradley in Thirsk, who is perfectly nice. Yeah. Um, no great dentist tales thence. Yeah. We had uh, we all went to see Mrs. Green. Right. Until one time when I think my mum was quite happy to let us just get our tooth get drilled, be in pain. She would always miss where to inject you, so you'd, she'd just start drilling and you wouldn't be numb. But then the How wrong many, side of your head why would you be numb. Drilled as children. Oh, our teeth were horrific and still are. Um, Did you not brush them? No, rarely. Ooh. Real, real bunch of twits. Really. Yeah. Um, and but until there was one time, I think my dad took us. I think he must have been off work for some weird reason, which never happened. But anyway, he took us, and he was like, "This woman's a butcher. Like, what, why are we taking our kids to see this woman? She's the worst dentist ever." So then we all turned our back on Mrs. Green. 
Well, good on you for supporting her. Yeah, I mean, she was really dreadful. She'd been yeah. doing it for years, but clearly didn't really know what she was doing. Um, but maybe that's why all our teeth are so bad, because she messed them all up. It's her fault. Yeah. Let's blame Mrs Green. Well, these days, more and more adults are getting braces because they say that the whole um, thing of, of oh, you're, you're 12, let's have a look at your teeth, they're a bit wonky, we're going to stick braces on, is idiotic. And when you think about it, it is idiotic because your jaw is going to keep changing over the course of the next 10 years, isn't it? Right. So you don't quite know how they're going to land. So why are you putting braces on someone who hasn't finished growing? I mean, right. sure, you put, you know, Forrest Gump leg things on a little kid, but that's Calipers. Different. Calipers. So now more and more adults are getting braces. You could get some braces. Mm, I just would like... Uh, At school it was always quite sexy. You're always jealous of the kids with, like, when you were 12. I remember thinking, oh, I wish, wish I was getting braces. I had a brace, it was gross. Did you? I didn't have train tracks, I had one that fits up the top. Uh, yeah, oh, a plate. Oh, horrible, yeah. Yeah. It made it hard to eat. It yeah. did, yeah, you'd eat the food, it would get for the thing, and then you had to scrub it out with a toothbrush. Ooh. It was gross. Proper gross. Yeah, I can still hear the noise of it. Oh, yeah. Tap, tap, tap. Yeah, not into that. Would you have braces? Now? Yeah. No. You have quite good teeth, don't you? Yeah, my lower teeth aren't the best, but they call them lower teeth? I don't know. They do now. My brother got veneers on his top teeth, and he won't smile properly. He always covers his bottom teeth because they haven't been done. But his veneers at the top, they always come out, have fallen off, whatever, and he... Still going to the dentist, will just super glue them back to what remains of his teeth behind them. But um, so one time, mum came up to me and said, uh, Jack was staying at mum and dad's. She was like, Do you know what Jack's up to? And I was What, what do you mean? Yeah, Jack's up to a lot of bad yeah. shit. Don't, but um, two pairs of his jeans, and they both got super glue in his pocket. Do you think he's sniffing glue? <laughs> uh, and you threw him under the bus and said, <laughs> Absolutely. I said, No, he's not. He. He does far more classy, classier drugs than glue, and uh, he's just gluing his teeth back on, which made her more angry than if he was sniffing glue. What? Cause, cause, because because like, care she fu- took over your children with the dentistry. She yeah, so it was provided. her fault really. But then you know you're going to spend a load of money to get some sweet veneers and then just super glue them onto your teeth. Oh, whatever, teeth chat. Let's move on. Um... What's happening in the world of food? What I you don't know, s- you tell me. You tell me. Well, no, you. why are you asking me? I'm asking you. I'm asking you, I asked the question first. All right, well, then I've flipped it round right on you. Are you excited about the incredibly ambitious opening that's opening above the incredibly most ambitious restaurant in London? There's another ambitious opening going up above it. There was, yeah, I mean... I'm- Chef Thomas Paris Brat. I'm sure it'd be great. I just, Sounds good. I just find the Sounds good though, no? What what interests me is the is whose side is you know, in theory the press is meant to be impartial. Yeah. Eater is a funny one though, because it's kind of tradey. I reckon a big portion of the people who re- go on Eater London are trade. For sure, yeah. But it's also not a trade publication. So I kind of find the language on it often a bit weirdly partial like to describe Brat for example as there being no other restaurant in the capital like it and then go on to say it's modern British plates modern British ingredients cooked over wood you think that sounds like plenty of places I'm sure that's great but there seems to be a bit of a lack of editing going on and like oh is that actually does that sound a little bit too partial 
I wonder if... I, have the, you seen the kit, though? Have you seen... Have you oh, posting pictures of the kit? Yeah, unbelievable. No, I bet it'd be lush. Genuinely, I, I, I didn't mean to sound sarcastic either when I said that, but the um, yeah, the ambitious thing obviously still baffles me. But yeah, it's, it's a weird. thankless task, but you know, yeah, editing a, a, or running a website like that because you know anyone like us is going to be miffed until we start getting loads of coverage. Yeah. And it's like this, this yeah, brilliant it website. Yeah. Um, but it's weird being in it because I was. I, I mean, I remember saying I met that Adam Cook. Coughlin, Coughlin, Coughlin's Law, uh, cocktail, great movie. Brian Brown, Brian Brown, yeah, Brian Brown. Um, Coughlin, Coughlin's Law. Is that a cocktail in cocktail? No, that's he's whatever. He's. But, I have seen cocktail. Oh, he's Tom Cruise's mentor, yeah. and every time he yeah. says Coughlin's Law, you know. But what is Coughlin's Law? There are various Coughlin's Laws. Uh, I can't think of one. All I have in my head is in the poker game of life, the woman is the rake, which is from Rounders. And very offensive to women. Um, the rake is what you yeah, call her. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, I can't think of a Coglin's law right now. Is he but called anyway. Jeff Coglin or something? No, I think Coglin was some famous bartender. Right. Or maybe his. Maybe he is Coglin. I don't know. Anyway, so I met him and I was telling him what, how I was like super nerdy with Eater and probably still am. You know, it's one of the first websites I look at. The American one, not the London one. But then I'll go and look at the London one now. And it's weird when you're in it because I suppose you you obviously have a different view of it. Not in it, not saying I'm in, in it the, all the time. In the industry to which... Yes. Yeah. And then you wonder, yes. like, God, all these people in New York must have got miffed the way that we would get miffed or whatever, or everyone gets miffed. Everyone without, gets miffed. Without a doubt, they? yeah, there's a lot of miffing going on. Well, the other thing that slightly I thought was a bit odd about that is he referred to Ben Chapman downstairs at Smoking Goat as the neighbour as opposed to, I think, the owner of Brat. Certainly a big back co-owner, yeah. Co-owner, co-ed, co-sign. Um, what well, that was a face you just made at a message? Yeah, strange message from Ajax. Right, have your friend Andy here, big guy. Don't know anyone called Andy. Do you want to take that and we'll keep going? No. Um, do you know any Andys? Um, Andy Murray, Andy Peters, Andy Peters, Andy Pandy. Was Andy Pandy involved with Andy Peters Andy or vice Pandy. versa? I don't know who Andy Pandy was. I think Andy Pandy was the kid's character. Andy Peters, of pajamas. course. Andy Peters, of course, was a contestant on MasterChef. Yeah. Celebrity. Yeah. I think, was he a finalist? I think he won. Did he win? No, no maybe he came second. I think mean... he, he was a favourite. He was a good good cook. And he's, he's Stackhouse, quite, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Speaking um, of being Stackhouse, how was your personal training session this morning? Ah. Uh, it was um, it was very painful. You're going up in the world now, aren't you? Getting a personal no, trainer. No, there's no way I could afford a personal trainer. But um, my brother didn't want to do his appointment with the personal trainer, so he said, "Do you want to do it?" And I think he just thought it'd be funny. Thought I would die, which I nearly died. Um, but it was great. It was really good. Like you feel great when you leave. Tomorrow I won't be able to walk. I, bet I would you imagine. feel great when you leave. You're out. You're out. The yeah. But it's, it's just chamber. amazing how much you um, you know you slack when you don't have somebody pushing you to hurt yourself um but god i mean it would be probably within 10 minutes i'd probably burnt as many calories or whatever as you would do as i would do in my usual hour in the gym because you know you just kind of amble around don't you stand in front of the mirrors flex those pecs take my top off you know just generally just show off this physique to the crowd because people want to know how you can operate a human body at this level you know razor thin margins between (laughs) beauty 
and just the beast the beast yeah um also andy pandy didn't he wear those sort of pajamas with um sort of frilly like a frilly neckerchief and uh, like on the arm bits don't know like pennywise in it or uh or who's the clown the famous clown oh yeah the french one yeah yeah uh domino or something not domino domino um oh yeah but so okay google okay google what was the name of the famous French clown? Edge of the seat stuff. This doesn't work. I've never seen this work. Oh, no. It's, uh, why isn't it? Oh, it's because I've got it on silent. Well, it was Achille Zavata, of course. No. Back in the early 20th century. <laughs> Have you uh, heard of that clown? No. Bobesh? No. No, it wasn't. Okay, Google. 80s. Was he 80s? Give me a list of famous clowns. <laughs> Willard Scott. He was a he clowned, but he wasn't a clown. Went to clown school. Joseph Grimaldi. Grok. Grok. Oleg Popov. These are great names. But none of these are the ones. Who's the one? What's he? Do you reckon, the, do you reckon people listen to this are like, it's. <laughs> yeah. Furious. Someone will be shouting and someone will be like, uh, like that person who tweeted Grace, be like, these guys, what the fuck are they on about? Oh, my God, they've got loads of different kinds of clowns. <laughs> Circus-style, rodeo, film, television. It's a circus-style clown, isn't it, that we're on about? Yeah, 80s clown. Uh, oh, really, that recently? Ah, Perot. Yeah. Perot. John Wayne Gacy. Ooh, yeah. Do you know um, thing he's doing a film about him? Sophia Stevens. No. Uh, Christopher Nolan. No. Jeff, actor. An Jeff actor Goldblum. Is starring at young, what's his name? Zac Efron. Is he? He's starring as John Wayne Gacy. That's brave. Yeah, edgy. Anyway, any I was roles saying, you wouldn't take? I wouldn't take um, that. What's that pedo film? Wouldn't do that. The Woodsman or Happiness. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't want to play a pedo. Well, they say that Jeremy Irons' career was was semi derailed by Lolita. Really? That he was going to be. You know, obviously, he's still a pretty big star, but yeah. he would have been. You know the dogs danglers but then everyone was a bit like mm. i was reading a i read a review of a theater production currently on show showy yeah showy in the west end i believe yeah. you love called the frozen about right. it's an it's old about a play. princess who no i mean i can't believe this never came up but uh, about a pedophile oh a murdering pedophile right and it was saying you know it's very, very hard going, but it's it's really, you know, an amazing watch and da 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 and you know, great performances and all this. And I was just thinking, God, I could not bring myself like, Oh, what are you doing on Friday night? I'm going to the theatre to see this thing about a pedo killing a little girl. Yeah. I don't need to see that. Well, yeah. I need to see happiness, but Yeah, but why did I watch that? I wouldn't watch that now. I watched that in a hotel room in Turkey. Did you? Yeah. Did you cry? Oh, it's, I don't even cry, but it's, it's just it's a pretty horrific film. Yeah, yeah I would, anyway, would not watch again. Anyway. But except for the best <laughs> bit about it is that the little boy looks like Daniel Clifford, the chef. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, so I was saying that my hat with that little fold in it maybe looks a bit like a clown hat. Oh, we've come back to that. Andy Pandy, my hat, clowns. See, everything's, everything's connected. Yeah. That's the thing about this podcast that people don't realise is it's all very tightly plotted. Tightly scripted. It's like a Christopher Nolan movie. This podcast this week is now pretty much all about movies. Yeah, Fly really screwed himself there. He did. What have you cooked lately? 
I was uh, stitch me. I was going to ask you that this week because you okay. always ask me that. So I'm right. going to cut you out. What have you cooked lately, James Ramston? Uh, very lately, I just cooked you some lunch and it was all right. But you know, the fridge is limited and vegan, so there was more coming out of that fridge than I expected when you said, "Well, I don't think we've really got sandwich stuff to your wife." Yeah, I mean, there wasn't a wafer thin ham. There was no. not. I mean, not much to play with. But we had. But a I thought you did quite well. Avocado and bro- charred broccoli and some salad leaves yeah. on toast. I was surprised you didn't apply any chilli to it. That would well, usually be your move. But Well, there wasn't any fresh chilli, and wasn't I there. just thought that actually... I thought it was fresh or bust Yeah, in that context. But All right. I did offer you some chilli op- action. You did. I was fine without it, but I was just saying I was surprised that it's usually you can expect to see a gentle chiffonade of chilli. Oh, <laughs> for hard, is it? Um, Julienne. Julienne. On Saturday night, I cooked... Uh, we had a couple of friends for dinner. Um, Thanks for the invite. Uh, one of whom doesn't like us talking about films. All right. And uh, did a delightful soiree, Sam. To start, we had some sea trout crudo. Did you? Which I just dressed very simply in lemon zest, fresh horseradish and salt. Did you? And a little olive oil, which Rosie said didn't need the oil because it was kind of greasy already because it's sea trout. I thought the oil gave it a nice grassy flavour. Did you? All right. Sea trout. All right. And then we had fish stew. Did you? Mm. Double down on the Rest fish. gas. Did you? Which is, of course, the classic fish used in a... Weebase. Correct. Where'd you get that from? Finn and Flounder. So I was going to get Red Mullet and Brendan said, James, he doesn't call me James because he can never run my name, says, mate. Uh, we've got some rascass in. And he said, Danny, chuck the red mullet back, give James some ras, give mate some, <laughs> some rascass. Little liver in it. Really? Uh, and then so I filleted it and I chopped up the bones and made a stock with oh, the prawn shells. Beautiful. Um, it really was an exemplary. Sounds like quite a spendy affair. Poisson stew. I dropped 40 quid at the fishmonger, which for four is quite spendy. Fish yeah. is expensive. Fish is expensive. That's why I don't eat it. But my logic with that is always like, oh, but we could be going out for dinner and you're going to drop a lot more than that. That is true. And it's... having said that, I did spend money on fish this week, so it's unlike me. Carry on. But, uh, and then with that, we just had some little croutons and a garlic mayonnaise, or as I like to call it, aioli, mm. and a salad of chicory, blood orange. Uh, what else went in there? Lamb's lettuce. Marsh. Marsh. <laughs> <laughs> Followed um, by osso irati cheese and San Felician and warm baguette. Oh. And a bottle of... I was going to say, because I'm thinking gone. you're coming out of that quite hungry. There's not a lot of starch going on. A couple of croutons. Oh, potatoes. Oh, those potatoes. Good. Those pota- quite That's a lot, good. Yeah. I, was, I was a bit disappointed with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah those potatoes. Stunning. Do you cook them in the broth or just on the side? Yeah, that seems weird to me somehow. Does it? Yeah. Oh, you know, it doesn't you want, you've got the stew, mm-hmm. right? And then you've got your nice placid starch that I don't think you necessarily want to have the same profile. But if you put on the same plate, then isn't, yeah. isn't it a soupy, saucy thing going on? Yeah. Well, then the potatoes and the broth. Yeah, but I want the become... potatoes to taste the potato. I don't want, to, I don't want fishy potatoes because you're adding fish to the potato anyway. Why would you double down on the fish? Yeah. Right. Keep it simple, stupid. Um, all right. Nice. Sounds fun. What did you cook? I did. Um, I wanted to prove that I, I think I'm allergic to specific types of fish now. Uh, 
Okay. Because, you know, I was getting the David Jones locker again. And I was like, yeah, but then... Do you know who didn't like it in David Jones' locker? Who? Duncan Jones. That's why he doesn't listen to music. Because his dad was called David Jones. Yeah. And they, he had a locker. He'd lock Duncan in, play yeah, him lock music. Lock him in there and play him yeah. Let's Dance. Yeah. And Heroes. Which is about dolphins, which I never realised. Ooh, I might have been wrong with that Paranoid Android, because there was a Bowie song on there as well, which I don't think was from anything. Oh. So, two. All right, continue. Um... Yeah, so I wanted to find out what it is I'm allergic to, which I'm kind of concerned. It could be anchovies. Really? And I love an anchovy. But I'm going to roll that dice again just to make sure there, weren't, some any anchovies. there weren't any anchovies involved in this meal. I did a seafood sort of spaghetti thing. Okay. Uh, but with tomato sauce, as opposed, you know, a tomato-based mm. one as opposed to, you know, doing something lighter, mm. uh, which had squid in it, James. It had prawns in it, and it also had crab which my wife loathes brown crab meat, so it was just white crab meat. But then I was thinking it would have been better, funkier with that brown crab meat if I'd have gone 50-50. But a packet of dressed, of uh, picked crab is oh, that's, yeah. that's spending. Looking at nine fifty probably. No, less than that, but it was still like, whoa, I'm dropping some money on it, but it was delicious. I enjoyed it very much, James. It was really, it was really fun to eat Sweet. it alongside my wife. What did you drink with it? Uh, some cheap shit white wine. Some Pecorino, I believe. Um, that would work. What was I drinking? Yeah, I had some Pecorino. Um, so, talk me through it. You made a little sofrito, presumably, onion, celery. No, you don't bother with any of that shit, no, do you? Never do. Not in a sauce like that, no. don't really want carrot and bits of onion in my fucking tomato sauce. Garlic, yes. Lots of oil. Mm, generous on the oil. Generous on the oil. Cook the garlic really slowly in it till it's sort of brunned, and then put in the tomatoes. And I tend to put in a little bit of water. Do you chop so the cook garlic it for longer? Slice it? No, just put in whole sort of crushed cloves. Mm. But quite a lot really of garlic. Easy cook. Yeah, but I don't want bits of garlic in my sauce either. Well, so you then take out the cloves once they've yielded their yeah flavour. Yeah, I usually take them out at the end. I'll let yeah. them sit in there. Uh, yeah, and then just basically dumped everything in. What, crab and squid and all at once? Not all at once, James. OK, yeah, I was going to say squid first. Squid first. Half an hour, probably. No. 20 minutes to half an hour. No, about two minutes longer than the rest of it. Really? Could have for only a couple of minutes, yeah. It's not rubbery. Not rubbery at all. It was lovely. Right. It wasn't rubbery at all. Take your word for it. The whole thing just takes, once the fish stuff goes in, it takes like two minutes, doesn't it? Raw squid? Yeah. Right. Co- Cooked in the tomato sauce. It wasn't rubbery. Sounds like it's going to be a bit rubbery. <laughs> ah, you're doing what I do to you all the time. Okay. Hoist by my own petard. Um, Have you got any minutes from last week? I just know. I mean, you had a minute that you said to me directly. Did I? Should I turn the light on? It suddenly got very yeah, dark. Yeah, it is. It's, it's a bit creepy in here now. Especially being sat opposite you. <clears throat> Doubles down on the creepiness. Trust House Forte. Don't know. Hi guys, Sam from The Kitchen's On Fire here. Uh, just take a little pause from the podcast just to tell you all about Our London Vodka. It's uh, the only vodka that's uh, made and distilled in London. Uh, it's out in Hackney near Pigeon, one of our restaurants. Um, and it's delicious, just great stuff. If you're into vodka, you're really going to be into this one. So uh, get yourself down to Magpie on 10 Heddon Street and uh, use the promo code The Kitchen's On Fire and one of the bartenders there will whip you up a delicious our London vodka-based cocktail that I'm sure you'll really enjoy. Thanks for listening, guys, and uh, let's get back to the podcast. 
Weren't expecting that, were you? Oh yeah, you're, you click your mouth a lot. Do I've I? never told you this. Like that? Yeah, and it's, it peaks the microphone. Does it? It's really weird. Like, I have, to, I have to go through and mute them. And last week, there was a period of about two minutes in the podcast where I start doing it and you're doing it. And it peak, peak, honestly peak, peak, sounds peak. like we were jokes, like Tim we were peak. doing a joke because we were both going... <laughs> it sounds like there's a bunch of horses in the room. <laughs> That'd be cool. Uh, anyway, I cut it, but I'd made a note when right, I was editing. I'm to do it now. Um, weird mouth now. Can't. Spontaneous human combustion face cream... We definitely talked about it. It was on Buxton. It was on Adam oh. Buxton this week, I think. Is that the Greta Gerwig? No, the Greta Gerwig one was good. I haven't listened to it. It's, do you know who it is this week? Is Diane Morgan. Yeah. Who plays the... Um, Philomena Kunk. Yeah, who's just not funny at I all. I haven't listened to her episode or ever seen her perform the role of Philomena Well, you never Kunk. watched Charlie Brooker? Uh, Screenwork. Screenwork, I have I've watched, watched it. So, well, I've seen her. Yeah, she, okay. she's on there. And I've never found her funny. She angers me greatly. There's a dude who does a similar thing as her on there as well. And I'm always like, why does he put these people on? Because they're not funny. Um, she was quite Maybe entertaining. To make himself look better. But not as that character. It's kind of snowing and raining. It's called sleep, James. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the human encyclopedia. Let me teach you. Uh, but anyway... So I hail was... is like rock snow. Sleet is, yeah. is, is cold rain. But anyway, I think I made a note of it because I remember this kind of thing like I'm interested in. Like, oh, my God, this guy was just found. It was just a oh, pair, absolutely. Of, a pair of slippers. absolutely. terrified of it as a child. Yeah. But then I thought that you'd be really happy that they've... They're putting out these warnings and stuff about people who use paraffin-based face creams, and they reckon that's basically what's happened over the years. All these people have been setting themselves on fire because they've just basically there's too much oil in their pillows and whatnot. I thought the whole thing was no one, no human has ever spontaneously combusted, quote unquote, and it's just one of those scare things that you would um, see on no, it happens all the cable time. channels. It happens all the time. It doesn't. All right, not all the time. Once a month. Someone just is suddenly t- is on fire. Yeah, but usually when they're lying in bed or they're sat in their favourite chair, because it's the end of the day, they put on their these paraffin-based face creams and whatnot, and then somebody drops a cigarette and they go up, like that. That's like, Where are you getting this? It was on the this? BBC News. Was it? It was on the BBC News. And then I think Bucks- that's why Buxton was talking about it. I genuinely thought no one these people, that. these people are saying there should be warnings about these face creams because they soak into the pillow or whatever, or uh, a blanket, a favourite blanket, perhaps draped over the back of an old sort of timey uh, chair. What are those chairs called? Armchair. <laughs> um, and, yeah, you drop a match and you're, go- you're going up like a Roman candle. But the whole thing of spontaneous combustion isn't the mystery that no one knows how it started. But if you're there and there's a... I suppose if there's a match next to you, that's probably gone down as well. But a lighter or a cigarette or yeah. a telephone. It's like, it could be static. You turn around in your chair a bit and the static, a spark, just sets you up. I'll take your word for it. But I thought you'd be happy about this. Why would I be happy people are setting themselves alight? You're not, but you, you are happy about... You're, you are, you're, you're happy about scientific explanations for phenomena that people get excited about. You like to burst the bubble with right, science. Okay. Yeah. Science is your pin. And I've yeah, just given you a pin and now you're coming back the other way going, yeah, but I thought it was a mystery. No, 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 I didn't think it was a mystery. I thought you it was are a myth. Flip-flopping. I thought you're it was a myth. It's not a myth. It's fact. No, no, I believe you now. Look at that. I told you once a month. Is that, uh, did you get that from the BBC? No, that I didn't. It's fake news. <laughs> that was fake news. Um, 
Yeah, I suppose, yeah. yeah. No? No, I like to put, burst a bubble of a myth when it's like, what? Oh, I don't know, yeah. Good. Next time someone says, no. Look, it's know, not it's... myths, either. I wouldn't say myths. You're not like, oh, Beowulf, that's bollocks. <laughs> yeah, it depends how you define a myth. Yeah, yeah, Beow- but Beowulf is like a a legend as opposed to a myth. Ah, what am I? Both. <laughs> um, what about the guy with the waxy wings? Uh, myth so or legend? I just did it. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Um, what was he called? Flo- flew too close to the sun, and his yeah. name was Icarus. Icarus. Um, myth or legend? Well, I mean, a lot of legends are kind of rooted in uh, some sort of truth, aren't they? So there was probably some kid who <laughs> <laughs> had some waxy himself some wings. It was a hang glider, fell out of basically. A tree. Yeah, or off um, a castle wall. Didn't he do that? Was he jump off a castle wall? A dot? Was it? I always feel like it was over the sea. No, uh, I don't know where he landed. There's a, that famous painting by who I cannot remember, but beautiful, and it's a big sort of seascape, sea and landscape, I think. Right. Um, massive thing, and just, you know, you could look at it for ten minutes and not notice that just in one corner you just see this boy landing. In the, really? Yeah, Jesus, cool. that is dark. All right. Uh, uh, the one that legend. always made me very sad was um, Theseus and the Minotaur, because he goes off to... to does he go off to slay the Minotaur? He's got some other, <laughs> got some other onions to fry and what's the expression? <laughs> Fish to fry. Yeah, some onions to. No, he is. Sweat. He's, he's, he's fucking around the cellar, isn't he? Yeah, so he's got to go and slay the Minotaur. I don't can't remember why though. Just for shits and giggles. No, I think didn't the Minotaur eat his mum? Maybe. <laughs> I think so. And she dad... or blinded her or something. Right. Did he blind someone or just is he blind? No, no, he's not blind. Is the Minotaur blind? No. Isn't the Minotaur wearing a helmet there? No, it's a. But the actor who played the Minotaur was wearing a helmet that looked like a bull's head. Oh, is that what it is? It was part man, part bull. So the actor's wearing a hat <laughs> that looks like a bull. And his dad was Aegeus, and he said, I'm going to stand on the cliff top, head off with the black sails. If you're successful, come back, put up the old white sails, Theseus, please. Right. So I know that I'll see you coming, and I'll know you're all right. Okay. And Theseus was so pumped about killing the Minotaur. Forgot to change the sails, didn't he? And Aegeus leapt into the sea, dead. That's ah. why it's called the Aegean. Myth oh, or legend. Really? Yeah, myth or legend. That definitely happened. All right. Scarecrows, myth or legend. <laughs> what was that book about scarecrows? Children's book. Maybe it's called The Scarecrows. Don't know. Sounds creepy. Oh, Wurzel Gummidge. <laughs> no. No, it was probably... Uh, did you ever read the Goosebumps series? Were you a bit old? No, that was probably a bit old. The kids had them. Yeah. R- 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 no, I was about to say Rick Stein. Someone mm. else Stein. Really? Wrote them, yeah. Yeah. She just died, didn't she? That witch from Goosebumps. Uh, Maria Margulies. Is she, she dead? dead? Is she not? Maria Somebody Margulies. else who looks like that is dead. Um, but anyway, okay, well, Scarecrows, myth or legend? How can... What? <laughs> there are such things as scarecrows. Right. Farmers well, put in the fields. So fact. That's what you're saying. <laughs> Creepy scarecrows. What, you're saying they come to of, life? Yeah. Myth or legend? <laughs> <laughs> or just truth? <laughs> no? Uh I mean, don't flip-flop, make a call. Stake your claim. I don't think it's a silly question. It's not, it's not a silly question. What, I mean, you're saying, do some scarecrows come to life in the night? Yeah. No. Okay, how do you know? <laughs> <laughs> Fake news, see? Facts. It's a fact-based economy, James. It's not. It's not. Um, Post-truth. Right. There we go. I love facts. Yeah? I love recherche facts even more, Sam. What does recherche mean? Sort of 
um, Rococo. <laughs> under the radar. Yeah. So not Rococo. Rococo? Niche. niche. Just Rococo. had that song in my head. I was listening to that on my run on Wait, Sunday. It's not a good song, is it? I quite like it. Do you? It's a bit... It's a bit pleased with itself. Have you listened to the new Arcade Fire record? The no. newest one? No. Yeah, not once. Oh, what, the latest one? Yeah. Not, there's not nothing just coming no, out? No, no, uh, Everything now, James. Yeah, yeah, it's all right. Yeah, it's pretty rubbish. There's a couple of things on there which... Um... Yeah, I remember hating Reflector and then listening back to Reflector. You're like, actually, it's got a couple of quite good songs on it. And then some garbage. Is that also James Murphy? Uh, James Murphy did bits of Reflector. He... And all I don't. Of... I don't think he did any of the newest one. Ah, he might have done a little bit. It, they did it with Steve Mackey, who was, was he the, the bass player. producer. No, he was the bassist from Pulp. Oh, yeah. Follow him on uh, Instagram. He's quite interesting, dude. How weird is that, though? Oh, Arcade Fire doing a record with the bassist from Pulp. Why not, Sam? Well, no, just a weird, weird turn of events. Right. Uh, speaking of Brett Pop, are you excited about the memoir by Brett Anderson, lead singer of Sveed? Uh, he seems quite interesting bloke, mm. I guess. Bit weird, though. He's done this thing and uh, done his memoir, and it ends just before they get signed. Which yes. I find quite arrogant. He's leaving it wide open for the sequel. He is, but it's quite arrogant, assuming that anyone gives a shit about you apart from the big thing that you did in your life. Yeah, that's true. Unless he had a really interesting life. Maybe which kind of seems like his dad was a bit weird, but that's about it. Whose dad isn't weird? Is your dad weird? Oh, yeah. But in a good way. He's good weird. Yeah? Yeah. What's yeah. the weirdest thing about your dad? Uh, I, don't know, I couldn't say a specific like, element of his character that's weird, but right. he's just, you know, he's quite a conventional man right. on the outside, but and then sometimes his brain will just operate in a, in a fairly quirky, charming manner. For example, every morning uh, when we were younger, he used to call the local weather service to find out what the weather was doing. Right. Cause, as a farmer, you want to know. You've got to know what's going on. The deets. And he got to the point where he was so did it so many times that he reckoned he could he could mimic the the dial tone. Oh, uh, yeah. I've already told this story. You told me, but no, it's good. So he he one day he just picked it up and went beep boop 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 boop. boop. Didn't work, but apparently that that should theoretically work. can work. Back in the day. Back in the day. Would, Nowadays with the mobile, yeah. Uh, so you know he's. Is that, is, that the, is that the weirdest thing he's ever done? That you know about? Like, there no, was, then I just jumped You in never had a night where you're like, whoa, what's Dad doing? And he's outside and it's raining. And <laughs> he's, got he's, a a scarecrow. he's got a spade. <laughs> and there's some guy leaning on the fence. And you're like, what's that coming out the ends of his thing? Is it fingers? No, it's straw. Yeah. And he's talking to the scarecrow. Yeah, but that, you know, that happens enough times that it stops being weird. Okay, it's just normal. Yeah. You're just like, oh, that's, he's like, that's creepy day for the scarecrow. Yeah. Did you have scarecrows? No. Really? No, we had scrocaries. Scrocaries, I was about to say. Crow scarers. Crow scarers? Yeah. What's that? Just a, like a man, like, it looked like a little cannon that would sit on the edge of a field and just every now and again. <laughs> I, think, I think you were going to say a little man who goes. <laughs> <laughs> Oi, fuck off. What, that's uh, what, like a gun? Yeah, it was terrifying. I remember walking past one as a youth and as it went off. And, really? Yeah. It jumped fair out of my skin. So crows are a big thing. They're a thing, yeah. If you're just, if you've just, uh, I know birds are, but I didn't know. Do you get like loads of crows? Yeah, yeah. A murder. You've just sown your crop. Like multiple murder. And they're going to go and eat the seeds, and uh, yeah, that's... but scarecrows don't work with them. 
suppose they wouldn't I'm actually. Sure they're quite aggy, aren't they? Aren't but they supposed to be quite like... intelligent crows? I thought you meant scarecrows. No, crow crows. Yeah, they're oh, very... but scarecrow. Yeah. Scarecrows are intelligent. I, I mean, crow, crow... <laughs> crows. I believe. Yeah. Uh, uh, of the Orvid uh, uh, film. Orvid? Orvid. Is that right? What's that? Corvid. Corvid. Orvid. That was an owl. Ovid. Ovid video. Do you ever watch that? It's a cartoon about a platypus. It's rubbish. Corvid? Corvinus? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Jeremy Corbyn? He must be a crow. Or a scarecrow. He's quite a scruffy man, isn't he? Ooh. I think we're on to <laughs> a conspiracy theory. Ah, you love them. Socialist scarecrow. Sent to scare the crows of the establishment. To send the ravens from the tower. Ah, see, this is all very... See, I told you, this is all scripted. So that's the, your dad's never done anything proper, like weird. What's your dad done? I don't know, nothing really. <sighs> but done. I don't know him. Mean, he's got a cupboard in his flat that you mm. can't unlock. Really? Yeah, it's really weird. Are you not curious? Oh, so curious. You're not trying to break into yes. it? Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's no way of getting into it. It's really strange. He won't say what's in there. And I said, if like your will's in there, you need to let us know how we can get in there because else we'll never know what your will is. I've got an idea. Not. What? Just put on some face balm and then light a match next to it. Could do that. But then he'd know I'd got in there. Oh, this is after he's dead? Oh, yeah, but who knows? And he'd come back as a scarecrow and properly, like, spook me out. Um, what do you reckon's in that cupboard? Uh, porn, potentially. <laughs> I've asked him. I said, is there porn in there? And he, But he won't say what's in there or isn't in there. And then Mum once said that she doesn't know what's in there either. Is it like in Friends, it's just going to be all, all the mess of his life? Potentially. I mean... Does your dad have a creepy cupboard? Not that I know of. Does your dad have a gun cupboard? Yes. Does he? Gun big, ca- big one. What's it no. called? Cabinet. A gun cabinet. Is it? Um, yeah. No, I don't know what's in there. But does my dad do? I'm not quibbling semantically. It's, oh. it's not quite as grand as a cupboard. It's just a little cabinet. Cabinet sounds grander than cupboard, though. Yeah, I think so. Not if you see it. All right. I'm, it's just something that's drilled into the wall. Is it? What's set back into the wall? Chiselled no, from the no. granite. No. <laughs> Where do you think we live? In, last <laughs> in the Mohicans. <laughs> Ramsden's come from a cave in Yorkshire. Um, okay. Any other... Uh... I'm checking, I'm checking. Yeah, you've done put in the yard this I week. I know, it's kind of strange. Yeah. Uh, uh, Abby's milkshake woman. Do you want to hear about She's that? a milkshake woman. No, she has a milkshake woman. I've started doing this milkshake thing of just having milkshakes. Right. Yeah, for protein milkshakes, where right. right, breakfast, lunch, and then, and then a proper dinner. Like Slimfast. Yeah, yeah, but not Slimfast, like a, what's it, Nutri-Green or something, you know, so one of these ones. Anyway, she had to go and have a meeting beforehand to sign up to this thing, and there's this couple who obviously have starved their brains of intelligence by just eating milkshakes all the time. Mm. Complete idiots, basically, the pair of them. But, you know, onto a winner, like, prey on women's insecurities and... Or men. Uh, prey on their insecurities and get them to sign up for these milkshakes. And then, you know... So they have no medical training. and There's no medical... They're not doctors, whatever, but they they could sit there and basically tell you that you're morbidly obese. Oh, you're carrying all this extra body fat. You need to do this and you need, this, you need to get some of this fat-burning tea and stuff and all this, like, nonsense. Snake oil. Yeah. But anyway, so I was doing it and then Ab hasn't been very well. So she was like, fuck that, I'm just going to eat properly because I'm not well. My body needs some sustenance or whatever. I'm just going to eat normal. You've got to feed a cold. Got it. So she's, so she's doing that. So she hasn't, she hasn't re-upped her order because she's still got a bunch of milkshake left. 
Then the woman's ringing her up, being like, hi, just uh, just checking in. Are you OK? She's like, yeah, I haven't been well, so I don't need any more milkshake. She said, you can always call me if you need me. You can always call me. I'm here for you. We're here. We can talk. We're friends. And all this, and this is to sell people milkshake. Mm. Very dark. And does, I mean, I can imagine that this milkshake doesn't even bring all the boys to the yard. Uh, no, I mean, I tried it and it was not pleasant, but Ab quite enjoys them. So, I mean, you know, diets, James, hey. fad diets. Oh. Is it a fad? Will it work? Who knows? It'd be exciting to find out, I'm sure. Whatever works for you. Yeah. What's your diet? Let's talk about diets. How was your Christmas? <laughs> um, yeah, so anyway, there's that. And then... Um, Eggs. Do you even like eggs? You regretted that little joke of yours last week. No, I didn't. Oh, I thought you said you didn't think it was very funny in the edit. Yeah, it wasn't. But you don't regret it? No. Yeah, you don't, if you don't roll a dice, you don't... You've got to take a run at it. You've take a run at it. No, Dead Man's Hand. Don't know what that refers dead to. Dead Man's Hand. That's the hand that Wild Bill Hickok was holding when he was shot from behind. He was holding a hand? A hand of cards. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he was holding a severed head. A seven. Yeah, of a scarecrow. It was yeah. actually just a bunch of straw. Um, yeah, I think it's two two black aces and two black clubs, I think, was the hand he was holding. Two black aces and two black clubs. Oh, sorry, two... Yeah, and then two black clubs. Right. Other, other, I mean, all clubs be are any black. Numbers. Yeah, no, that can't be right then. Yeah, that's why you were looking at me funny. That yeah. doesn't make sense. All right. It was two... I think it's two black aces. Ask Google. OK, Google. What was the dead man's hand held by... Wild Bill Hickok. Wild Bill Hickok. Uh, the makeup of poker's dead man's hand has varied through the years. Currently, it is described as a two-pair poker hand consisting of the black aces and black eights. Oh, uh, black eights. So, t- I, 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 yeah. Have you ever held a dead man's hand? <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you were? Uh, <laughs> no, but I'm, I'm glad I got it there. Uh, Have you? That's um, no, no, really, no. Uh, not knowingly. Is <laughs> <laughs> uh, that a vision of you in cinema? <laughs> Holding this guy's hand, and then, oh, he's dead. The film finishes, the lights come on, and you're like just sat next to a corpse. Take his popcorn. <laughs> that would be my first move. Well, well, he doesn't want that anymore. Yeah. Then you're like, I can't get the can't get the popcorn bucket off him. <laughs> he's died playing the popcorn trick with himself. <laughs> that's what killed him. What a way to go there. Are you wanking in the cinema on yeah. your own? Yeah, oh, brilliant. Yeah. But then you'd be like, why have you come and sat next to him? It's probably not a busy, busy screening. <laughs> no, it's just me and him. So why would you sit directly next to him? Why not? Would you talk to him? Well, not... Uh, what well, pre-death. Well, he might have been no. dead when you turned up. He could have been sat there for days. <clears throat> I went to the cinema yesterday to see Lady Bird, and she was the only person in the cinema. But no one dead. No. No dead people. But if she'd have died when she was watching Ladybird, then somebody could have come in afterwards and just thought, oh, somebody got here really early for the next showing of Ladybird. But maybe yeah. nobody would show up. Yeah, I mean... I don't know whether she was playing the popcorn game. Seems unlikely. She doesn't have a penis. No.
did get one email. How do we? Yeah, it just said James Norton in the subject line, and that yeah. was it. Okay. So I don't know if they're asking if we're going to get him back on. Or oh, saying, that was all the email was. That was all James the email. Norton. No content. Uh, they probably want his phone number off you or something. No, but it's semi-legitimate seeming email address. Anyway, no, sorry. Yeah, Who sends emails these days? It's all about Twitter. <laughs> and we've had some tweets. Actually, we did get some tweets. Did we? Yes. I don't think I've got it on this phone, though. You got it? Twitter. Just check in with our fans, yeah? That's what we're doing right now. Just Oh, David J. Constable. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's he's fucked off to Bangkok. Yeah. So we never got to go on an adventure, and we never end up being mates with him. I Ooh. said I want to be mates with him. It seems like he's got quite an interesting life. Gets to travel a bunch. But now he's travelled to Bangkok, and he's got jet lag. So he's had one. Karma. Do you think he gets podcasts out there? Oh, yeah, he'll get this. All right. But he... Uh, Good luck with the move, David. He was catching... Yeah, he needs to learn how to sleep there. I mean, it's hot. Jet lag. He bought a fish at about 3am, according to his Instagram. Good luck to him. That's weird. Would you eat a fish at 3am? I'd eat some fish. Would you? I wouldn't eat a fish. Not a whole fish. That makes it sound like you're... Oh, well, it looked like quite a whole one. Okay. Anything else? Uh, we wrap oh, this? somebody said it was boring. And then you took a swing at them, and then... Oh, yeah, Laurie Ward, yeah. Laurie Ward, yeah. And then, yeah, your whole synopsis said it was really boring. Yeah, I did, yeah. Um, some boring questions for next week. Oh, should we answer Laurie Ward's questions? Yes, then? All and right. then we will wrap this up. All right, Laurie, this one's for you. Who would win if James Ramsden and Samuel Hurley faced off in a game of chess? Uh, I'm not very good at chess. I'm not either. It, so it could go either way. Do you oh. know the rules? Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, well, let's play this week. I think you'd probably win, though. Yeah, I, I'd say you'd probably win, but I'm not very good. We used to chess club at school. Did you? And only because you got a suite did I turn up. Really? Enjoyed that suite. Penny um, suite. I played with Ajax in the Hen and Chickens uh, six months ago. Okay. He, he beat me every time. Into a pulp or...? Uh, no, just at the game of chess. He's surprisingly good. All right, good. well, let's play, let's play this week and okay. then we can report back to Laurie. OK, all right. Uh, an arm wrestle. Oh, definitely you. Uh, I agree. I'm incredibly strong and powerful. And I'm weak and unpowerful. Yeah. Powerless. Legs, though. Powerless if we, if we leg wrestled... Yeah. You know, like, lie on our backs, put one leg and one leg. Can we both do right legs? Yeah. You're left-footed. When you try and flip the other person. No, I don't know. Not even flip them. Kind of squash their leg down to the ground. We could do that. Like an yeah, arm wrestle, but with legs. legs I do have heavy legs, yeah. So that... But you, you're a runner, though. Yeah, I think I'd win that one. Yeah, I think you might. That's generous of you to give me the leg wrestling title. That's all right. Uh, a game of Hungry Hippos. That's just like whacking things, isn't it? And then yeah. eating jelly beans. No, you don't have to... It's the hippos. There were sweets involved, weren't there? <laughs> I think it's that you only play games <laughs> when you're a kid when sweets were involved. Okay. Uh, you're next. like, oh, Lego. That was that was about sweets. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, and the last one, Combat to the Death. Mm, what weapons are we allowed? I don't know. Whatever. But I don't think you'd kill. If it's hand-to-hand... What, just throttling one another or something? Yeah, then I would back you, but if it's, like, weaponry... Or, like, archery or something. Or a sword. What, you reckon you beat me with a sword? Big time. I don't reckon you could kill me, though. What, emotionally? Yeah. Morally, but you could kill me. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, all well, right. let's find out. We'll try that this week as well. Yeah. This was the last ever podcast. <laughs> Thanks, Laurie, you prick. Now we're dead. Bye. I'm going to come back and haunt you as a scarecrow, you cunt. <laughs> In a cinema. 
with my dick in a box of popcorn. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye-bye. <laughs>